Alright guys, pictures up. Pictures up! Pictures up! That's roll sound. Rolling! Rolling! Sound speeds. Camera speeds. Two. Awesome. Take two. Mark. And action! Welcome to the Penn Cinema Podcast. Your behind-the-curtain connection for movie news and reviews. Now here are your hosts, Penn Ketchum and David Moulton. Welcome to the show. I'm David Moulton. And I'm Penn Ketchum. What's What's up? David, welcome to the holiday special. Holiday special. We had big plans. Yes. (laughs) We were like, don't worry, everyone. We're going to be here on this day, right? Right. right. And we're going to be here on this day. <laughs> and this is, and it's, it's perfect because we never announce specifically when we're going to record, right? And Except then, for when we did, and then we did, <laughs> okay. and then we didn't. Yeah. <laughs> and so you, you might hear it in my voice a little bit. I got a little, uh, I got a little tickle in the throat. So yeah, we missed initially, right? And we're like, well, let's just go ahead and do it on today, right? So you know what this reminds me of is that, that old expression about the best way to make God laugh. <laughs> Tell him your plans. So that's kind of how I felt like, oh, we'll record on this day and then we'll be all set and we'll have this and then we'll do that and the other thing. And yeah. yeah. And then we were so. going to record next week um, between the holidays and we're not going to do right. that anymore. So we're recording this show a few days later than normal, and then we'll record after New Year's, basically taking a break between Christmas and New Year's. Yeah. So anyway, David, tis the season, <gasps> right? It's a holiday. Now, we at the Pensino Podcast are happy for all of our friends, regardless of what they choose to celebrate, or yeah. even those who don't even celebrate. Yeah. So maybe you celebrate Hanukkah or Kwanzaa or one of the many other great traditions of faith or this podcast coming out or this podcast yeah. or maybe you didn't celebrate anything mm-hmm. you know that's fine too but you and i we happen to celebrate christmas right or at least i do yeah yeah, yeah and you yeah, do yeah, too yeah. Yeah. yeah right so uh so i went ahead this <clears throat> year this is not a this is not a always thing as, no. <laughs> as we discussed in previous episodes yeah. Right? yeah 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 but this year earlier this year mm-hmm. i saw something online and I was like, oh my God, I have to have that. And I have to buy it for David and give it to him for Christmas. And I cannot tell you how amazed I am with myself. He pulled it off. That I, I mean, there's so many opportunities for this to go wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, true. Step, so true. Step one. I actually bought the thing. You know what I mean? That's I, I, like, the biggest part. Do you, do you feel this way? Is this just me? I feel like if I executed even half of the nice ideas that I have, mm. I mean, they'd be putting me up for sainthood. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm always telling people that. <laughs> the guy's almost a saint. Right. Oh, I mean, if he'd act on the things, he'd definitely, but he's almost. Right. right. Almost there. Right. Good intentions. So I'm going to get up to the pearly gates, and God's going to be like, well. well I mean, you, you meant well. You meant well. Right? <laughs> Take the down escalator to your left. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, so. So anyway, so I, I did click and bought the thing, okay. which step number one, that's yeah. great. The other opportunity for this to go wrong, which has happened to me before, mm. is I forget that I have the gift. <laughs> 
and then the event, the birthday or the Christmas or whatever, comes and goes. And then all of a sudden it's like too late. Yeah. And I'm stuck with this thing that makes no sense. You know what I mean? And so that's happened to me before. So I didn't yeah. forget about it. Right. And then the next opportunity for this to go wrong is for me to <laughs> not be able to find it. <laughs> when the time comes. <laughs> so I found it. Yeah. Right. And then the next opportunity for me, for this to go wrong is for me to remember like so I found it and wrapped it and had it and then I was absolutely like losing sleep all week <laughs> that I would forget to bring it in with me uh-huh. like today yeah. you know that we're doing the show right. and this is great and then we sit down and put our headphones on and then I'm like shit I forgot, I forgot it. Oh, my uh, God. It's back home. Oh, David, I swear to God, I got you the greatest gift I just did at home. Next <laughs> Christmas, I'll give it to you. Right. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, none of those things happen. It's here. It's and here we are. I can see it. Here we are. There's a gift that I wrapped myself. Well, it's not a gag gift. Not, not a gag gift. Now, listen. Okay. I'm, I'm not saying that it's anything fancy or special. Right. It's just a regular gift. But you but thought of me. I thought of you. And it's not intended to be like funny. It's not like a gag gift. But it's okay. not fancy. But I'm just saying it's a nice, okay. I thought of you and I was excited to buy it and I'm excited to give it to you. Well, thank you. I'm excited to open Yeah, here we go. Live in front of all the <laughs> studio audience. Oh my goodness. This is super cool. Okay, it's, it's like a... A Lego set of a wildflower bouquet. And this is awesome. Thank you so much. You see why I, I thought of you? Yeah. Because things I know David loves. I know he loves games yeah. and puzzles. Putting things and together. And putting things together. And, and you also have a passion for botany. Yeah. Now, what are you? I, I've called it to you wrong. I've, I've Horticulturist. Called, I've called you a botanist before. That's incorrect. And yes. I've called you a florist before. That would be correct. Oh, that, that part is correct. Yeah. So what's the difference between a florist and a horticulturalist? Uh, well, so a florist does specifically like floral arrangements. All ah, right. That's what you're into, right? Right. That's, yeah. Well, that's my art form. Yeah. Yeah. But I am also I, like the flor- the floral design is like a, was like my understudy, understudy at school yeah. when I went to school oh. for horticulture. Horticulture gotcha. is gotcha. the propagation of plant life and the study <laughs> of plant life. Okay. Whereas botany is like the science. Yeah. Oh, right, 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 right. Like gotcha. The, like, cells. Yeah. I'm more the about, nerves. like, how does it grow? Where does You're the it grow? artist. Yeah. Yeah. The artiste. The artiste. Wow. Thank you so much. This is so cool. This so is it's really a, cool. So it's a Lego set. You make it put completely together. You put it together completely made of Legos, and the finished product is a beautiful... 17 inches tall. 17 inch tall wildflower bouquet. This is so neat. Thank very you colorful, very right? Don't you love how it's oh, yeah. all bright colors? Yeah. I was so struck with this. I was like, oh my God. Now you can see why I was so excited. Yeah. I, you know what's going to be fun? Is finding the frog. The frog. <laughs> Yeah, because that's one of those things I learned when I have uh, the Lego orchid, and I learned when putting that together that Lego puts their frog, it looks like a frog, in almost every single set that they do, Yeah, every single adult set. And, And it's amazing how, if you didn't know if it was a frog, right? and so in the, in the orchid one, it's like the part of the flower. Hmm. Is these little and if you take them off and you look at them, you're like, oh, cool. But if you look at the Harry Potter one, the frog is a pile of poop. 
uh-huh. underneath, yeah, underneath yeah. the toilet. Yeah, yeah. Because it's brown. So, <laughs> yeah. No, that's, oh, that's fun. Be interesting. Thank you. Thank you. Well, you're very welcome, and Merry Christmas. Oh, so cool. I'll, uh, I'll send you a picture when we put it together. I'll put it with uh, my forest of flowers on my desk. Nice. All right. Well, we didn't record the show. We didn't come all this way just to listen to you opening gifts. We could, though. We- <laughs> and I'm Ben Ketchum. Take care and party on. <laughs> all right. Let's get into some news. All right. Uh, we all kind of saw this coming. Well, it was all hinging on what the outcome was. Really? Because I thought he was toast sort of regardless. He was per- he was certainly persona non grata. Yeah, they yeah. were kind of like, let's move away from this guy. And then that way when it blows up, we're already pretty far away. Right. And then we'll, we'll pull the plug in here and be like, oh, okay. Right. We're talking about Jonathan Majors. Um, I thought it would be funny. I, was, I thought you were going to go along with the gag of like, not naming the guy and then not naming the company and then not naming <laughs> I mean, anything and then being like, in other news, Godzilla <laughs> minus one. <laughs> Just to piss off everyone. Everyone. Yeah. They never say what they're talking about. about. <laughs> Be in our heads, people. Right. Get in our heads. Hey, get in there. <laughs> All right. So we're talking about Jonathan Majors, who was officially fired by Marvel yeah. after having been found guilty of assault and harassment. So I think that they were preparing for this in, in a lot of ways. So some people are like, all right, do we recast him? Because they were building him up to be the big yeah. bad. They even naming one of the Avengers movies after his character. And uh, What's the character's name again? Kang. Kang, right, right, right. And apparently he had a clause in his contract that no one else could play Kang, but I think his contract's bust because of, right. because of this. But... So there's a question of, do you recast? Hmm. But there's also an argument on, they didn't really build the character upright because he's already been, he's made several appearances and he keeps getting defeated. Mm. So he doesn't feel like a big, big bad. Right. And then in Loki season two, they kind of, if you if they want, they can say that's the end. Like you know, they kind of brought his character to to an end point. Yeah, where he's not necessarily needed anymore, and he's. Right. He, I mean, maybe he exists out there in all his different variants, but he's not the big bad. Yeah, anymore. yeah. Well, so when they call me, yeah, I'm going to express my vote for just let the character die off. Yeah, like if it was Iron Man or. You know, one of the major sort of pillars of Marvel lore. Like maybe, you, of course, you sort of have to recast it. It's funny that you say that because I got a text. Let me read it to you here from uh, Donnie Good. He said, "Donnie, be good." Donnie, be good. He said, "If you and Pen, if you or Pen get the role of Kang, remember me." <laughs> I'll drive around Tinseltown or be your drink man or something. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. That is gold. Now, in other news, I, yeah. I, I can also report, yeah. um, Penn Ketchum has announced that he would be open to accepting the role of Kang. Really? Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. Crazy. You heard it D- here David, first. David Moulton said, you think about it. <laughs> not sure he wants to be in a Marvel movie. He's got a lot he, on his plate. Yeah, he'd think about it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> It's worth talking. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, my friend Mark told me um, this morning 
that his favorite Marvel movie of 2023 was Blue Beetle. Come on, Mark. No, 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 no. He meant it as funny. Okay. Yeah, like, like this is a guy. This is a guy who knows. You know. I was gonna say. I was yeah. like, Mark knows. His oh, stuff. he knows his shit. Yeah. So he was making the point. Are there weren't any good ones. <laughs> well, I think the point he was making was almost like almost claiming Marvel as a genre. Oh, yeah. And yeah, putting yeah. DC in the genre and saying the best, you know, Marvel movie was this DC movie called Blue Beetle. The channel on YouTube Screen Crush did uh I didn't watch the whole thing, but they did a 30 minute funeral for the DCEU now that Aquaman's <laughs> out <laughs> remembering a 30 minute it's 30 minutes of them like jokingly remembering yeah. how horrible it was but I mean that's committing to your joke that's yeah, a big I mean, I mean 30 minutes is a long period of time it's, yeah you know. well, they had like special guests and everything. <laughs> oh my God, that's great <laughs> alright Godzilla minus one we loved mm. it right we did we did best well, movie of all time if I remember correctly in tradition of the classic Godzilla movies in Japan, they've decided to re-release it in black and white. Mm. Now I got a little bit of a hit up asking, is Penn going to get this? And I was going to come at you and be like, when are we going to get this? Yeah. Right. But in doing my actual research ah. for the show, I saw it's Japan only. Are you, did you really do research or did you just have one of our interns? Did you like assign it to them? Or is that the same thing? When you're part of an entity, <laughs> right? I see, yeah. Like it's kind of an extension of right. yourself, <laughs> right. whether or not it's you or Susie H or right. Ben, ben Quarrel, right. whoever. Right. Yeah. Is is Ben the best or what? Yeah. He's so good. I'm glad we don't have to pay him because he's an intern. Right. But yeah. if he gets a hold of that, right. you know, yep. how good he really is. <laughs> anyway, they're calling it Godzilla. He's going to start his own show, the Intern Cinema Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so they're calling it Godzilla minus one slash C, which stands for Godzilla, Godzilla minus one minus color. Whatever. Like, uh, what? Are, is that supposed to be clever? Why are you grinning? Is that supposed to be clever? I think so. <laughs> I think it is. I think it's supposed to be super. What I. I don't know that seeing this in black and white I don't, would necessarily add anything. No. I would get it if it was being distributed in America. To answer your question, I would get it only because the next couple months are typically slow months. Right. You know, and if you want to throw a black and white Godzilla in the theater, I will certainly play it. You know, right. but to me, it it's not going to add anything. You know what the downside of this movie is? It was so good. There's so many other things out. Like, it's not playing anymore, right? It's barely playing. It's like a couple shows a day. Right. Like, but there's so many other things to see. Right. Like, and you only have so many minutes in the day. Right. I'm, I'm like anxious for this to hit like, like home video. Well, the issue is, and you know, I feel like bad for this studio because yeah. if this movie had been released, for example, the day after Thanksgiving mm -hmm. or not that day, but like the Friday after Thanksgiving, not black Friday, but the following Friday, then it would have had a solid like four weeks, yeah. you know, and then it would hold over Christmas for a couple shows a day, which is what it's doing. I think the thing is that Godzilla typically doesn't do well in America. Yeah. And I, I don't think they were expecting it to. Right. No, I totally to do agree. As well as it did. And, and I, I would, yeah, I totally agree. Um, but yeah, I'm anxious because I, you know, 
like I was like, oh man, this would make a nice family view on Christmas, you know. Yeah. But um, no, it won't be no, at home over nobody Christmas. Won't, nobody won't. One last little bit of news is the Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes mm. starts a new line of movies taking place 300 years after the last one. So if you were wondering how connected it's going to be to the last trilogy of movies, right. there's a 300-year gap. So does that mean that I really literally don't have to watch any of the old ones to know what's going on? I mean, unless you're curious on how the, the apes took over. Oh right. So this is so. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So from what I from what I'm understanding is that this is going to be so far along. The apes no longer use sign language; they'll speak like normal, mm. what we would consider normal mm -hmm. dialogue, and the humans are basically. Um, I don't know if they'll they'll talk or not because in the in the old movies they didn't talk. Yeah, they couldn't talk, but they they're basically savages. And, right. And it's going to be about. An ape rediscovering that society, like re like discovering like cities and mm. and stuff underground. And, Sounds awesome. Yeah, I liked those planets. I always forget how much I liked those movies. Yeah, like the the new the new the, three, the new three, the trilogy. Yeah, they were great. Amazing. Yeah, and I think this is. I, I love the time jump. There's so there's not going to be any. Yeah, connecting characters or anything. That's kind of what I meant. Yeah, and like they think they uh, they talked about bringing Andy Circus back, and to do because he did the motion capture, and they said he, he his motion capture was so iconic that they wanted to go a little bit different, so that it didn't feel like they wanted the apes to feel more human. And they said he may come he might come around later, but they're gonna. Go a different route for now. What does that mean? So iconic. Well, he was so good at because he won a ton of awards. No, he was amazing, it. absolutely, yeah. and groundbreaking, and all those kind of things. And the analogy I would make would be to James Cameron, you know, with the work he did on Avatar, which then, you know, broke the ground for some incredible three D effects in other movies, right. you know, and so on. But well, I think it's what they want. They want these apes to feel different. I think it's the same. I think his company's still doing the, yeah. the visual effects. He's just not doing the motion capture. Yeah, that's crazy. So, well, anyway, I don't know the background on that, but it's all good. You don't know the background on that? I don't. Well, would you say that's all the news fit to print? I would. New move. That was the Roboto. Oh, that, see, because it didn't go the whole way. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. There was a picture of me. No. That was recently circulated. You. Yeah. Of on, all people. On our Chris family Christmas card. No. Yeah. What and was it? my friend zoomed in the shot of me because he thought I was standing funny. So he <laughs> zoomed in on the shot of me and texted it to me. And what do you think the caption said? I'll give you a hint. I wouldn't be telling this story to anyone else except for you. Yeah, no one else can know this. Right. So the caption was. What are you a robot? The caption was, "Hey girl." Hey girl. <laughs> <laughs> Doing my right. best, Billy Yang or no, Billy um, Bowen. Who's the Who's the the uh, comedian on Saturday Night Live? Billy Bob Thornton. No, 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 no. You know who I mean. I think it's Bowen Yang. Billy Bill. Bowen Yang. I think. Does he have his first name, or is it just that's his name, Bowen Yang? I don't know why I want to keep calling him Billy. All right. Anyway, that's all the news. On to trailers. We have. I mean, a solid, long list. And I and would say almost all of them are, like, 
quality. I would take it a step further and say all of them are quality. It was insane. Putting was, this list together, I, I was taking lesser trailers off because I was like, there's too many, but there's too many good ones to right. like, to, I don't want to waste our time with these, old, you know, Dolph Ludgren's new movie that <laughs> that clearly should be at home video. What do you, Let's start at the bottom here. What do you make of the Three Musketeers Part 2, My Lady, starring Ava Green? Well, okay. This is something that you've continually, for over a year, poo-pooed on. <laughs> right? I, okay. Because <laughs> I've put these trailers on here. Right. And every time you're like, oh, I didn't watch it. Oh, I started it. It was another language. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> so right as right when you were in the bathroom before we started, I looked up because I was like, what about – because I always hear from the Abacus's wife. Right. When – when is Penn going to show the three? She's like so excited for this. Oh my movies. god! And oh. I'm I'm pumped for him. So part one was called D'Artagnan. And did we play it? It opened on the eighth of December. So we did not. Year, so we did not <laughs> show it here. And, but it was a, it was a simultaneous release in theaters and home video. Oh, so it was a TV show. It was big in foreign markets. Oh, where they don't have movie theaters. They have movie theaters. It just they just. Because it's not in English. They didn't oh. take the risk. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Here. That's fine. So it's a foreign film. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So what language? French. Italian? French. 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 Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So um, I thought this trailer was great, but that's also because I thought the trailers for D'Artagnan looked great, and I'm excited for this series, and I want to watch the first one, and I want to watch this one. Well, where can you watch the first one? I didn't have time to look that up before you came back. Okay. So... So the name is part two, and then it has like a subtitle that says Milady. Milady. And yeah. the main character appears to be, is she new to the story, Ava Green? Is it Ava or Eva? I think it's Ava. 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 I don't think she's new. I mean, there's usually a woman. No, I'm saying, was she in the first movie? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So it's, it's, the, it's the, the story of the Three Musketeers broken up into three movies, I think? Well, as another example of how I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Yeah. This trailer looked awesome. And right. I was like, oh, my God, I want to see this movie. Yeah, so you need to go back because I know yeah. every other time I put it on there, it started off, they started nah, speaking French, crazy. and you were like, well, I guess I'll check my email. Nah, <laughs> you're wrong. You're nuts. And it looked awesome. <laughs> it does look awesome. Yeah. So it's my favorite movie of all time. I'm going to watch <laughs> that's it. What, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Here's exactly. what I'm going to do just to piss you off. I'm going to go home and watch The Three Musketeers. And then when we come back and do our best movies of 2023. It's going to be number one. It's going to be number one. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Next on our list, we have Out of Darkness, which uh, was such a weird, cool concept. I had to leave it on here. Remind me. This is the Neanderthal horror movie. Not Neanderthal, but that kind type of time. It's it's out of darkness is um, like hunter gatherer type yeah. guys wearing like uh, like a wolf skin, wolf hide okay. and stuff, okay. and then something happens at night and takes some kids into the woods, and they have got to go into the woods. And find out: Is it people? Is it a monster? Is mm. it an animal? And it's not in English, uh, but it looks it looks really it looks it looks 
scary in the like thriller, like predator yeah. was scary type of yeah. type of scary, not scary horror. Yeah, demon scary. So that's interesting. I, I'm completely blanking on it. I just watched it recently, and I know I watched it because I'm the one who wrote down it comes out on January 19th. Like it's just a few weeks away. Yeah. And I remember thinking to myself, oh, this is good. I'm going to I'm gonna play it. Yeah. But I don't remember. I can't visualize the tra- all these other trailers. I, I can, you know, visualize. But, There's a lot of them, so that's yeah. understandable. All right. The next one up is from Neon. Yeah. And this this one, I actually, I, <laughs> I thought of you while I was watching it because I watched the trailer. I think this is the movie. Yeah. Um, I watched the trailer and I thought to myself, David, we've already seen this trailer. We watched this. Stupid David doesn't even remember. Come on. We already reviewed this trailer, stupid David. Yeah. And then, so the trailer ended and I like was doing something else. And and then the trailer ended and automatically started on origin trailer two. Oh, so it was trailer two. (laughs) And I was like, oh, that's right. Oh, Oh, that's smart David. (laughs) Always knowing when the new ones hit. Sharp as a tack, that one. (laughs) I thought it was a trailer two, but I didn't put it because I wasn't confident. It was the second trailer. And it. it, I remember when we watched the first trailer, we were intrigued. And now that I saw the second trailer and I see even more about it, I'm doubly intrigued. It looks beautiful. Powerful. Powerful. I mean, what's interesting to me, and uh, I really want to make this my move, my trailer of the week, but I have a different one. Um, but this is a, a top contender for trailer of the week. And the reason why I say that is because this movie looks so interesting. Like, I think this movie has a fascinating social commentary, and I can't wait to hear what it is. You know, I can't wait to see it told and spelled out on yeah. the big screen. Yeah, it so, looks so good. Movie's called Origin. It comes from Neon. Looks really good. And it's a, it's about racial oppression and stuff, right? It's based on the book, The Cast, the roots of our, um, not indifference, but something, something like that. Like that. Yeah. But it's a, it's a classic book that I've like heard of, and the movie is based on that. And it just sounds really interesting. And it's great because I've often thought I should read that book, and now I don't have to. So, Perfect. Salute. <laughs> Problem solved. <laughs> So, the next one here is called The American Society of Magical Negroes. And I thought this was going to be like a dumb comedy. The more that the trailer went on, the more I was like, oh, like, I'm kind of invested in this world. Like, I want to know more. Like, it looks like a, like a good love story. The premise is uh, a young black black boy finds out that there's uh, a society of magical black people and their whole purpose is to keep white people from raging and uh, but they have to put their assignment first or they start to lose their magical powers and he's supposed to like connect this guy this lonely guy with a woman but he starts to fall for the woman that he's connecting him with and it's they call, starts their society starts to like fall apart, and there's this whole thing, and they're like, well, if you know, if you can't keep yourself from this woman, we're gonna erase your memory and of like magic and everything, and put you back where you were. And he's like trying to tell her, he's like, no matter what, like I loved you or whatever, and then he he like disappears, like they pull him away. I don't know. It looks really cool. I I can't do it, but this should be my trailer of the week. Yeah, like this movie 
just like Origin, this movie looks amazing. I'm watching this trailer and I'm thinking to myself, like, oh, okay, like that's interesting. It's a, you know, yeah. it's a and just it's kept a getting better. sort of racial story and, you know, it's okay. But I feel like they pretty quickly get into it's not just the love story between the guy and the girl, yeah. but it's the the pressure and the the competing um, loyalties, yeah. you know, that he has to have, and the pressure on him. First of all, to put the good of the order above his own personal desires, but second of all, the punishment for being true to himself. You know, it's it's not just hey, you're going to let us all down. It's yeah. then you will also receive this punishment, and in the end, you won't even get the girl. Right. You know, because you're going to you're going to we're going to erase your memory. So there's like all these awful consequences. But the whole thing is, you know, what he does for love and his commitment to love and and his his you know undeniable. Um, connection to this girl and there's that old line it's like kind of a classic folktale line um, and <coughs> Bobby wrote it into one of his more modern songs uh, called uh, Karina but there's there's reference and I guess it was Robert Hunter that wrote all that but um, there's reference to um, two lovers born will never fail to meet you know what I mean uh, so in other words you know if, if, if you have a connection with this person in no scenario will you not meet so, you know, in whatever multiverse, you know, is happening and whatever storylines are competing and pressure, you know, you will never fail to meet. Uh, so I thought, it was, I thought it sort of touched on that theme. I think this movie looks incredible. It opens on March 22nd, and I thought it was going to be like an art house movie. You know, it has sort of had that quality. Yeah. But it's tagged with universal and focus. The visual effects are, I'm, are pretty good. I'm curious, David, do you remember ever seeing a movie – that was, of course, we've reviewed a ton of Universal movies and we've reviewed a ton of Focus movies. I don't ever remember one with both tags, like both, you know. Not that I can like definitively yeah. say. So this one very definitely says, it has the Universal Studios uh, logo here and right next to it has Focus features. Huh. So anyway, this, this movie looks legit. Yeah, uh, I would say it's my number three this week. My number one you'll find is is a complete given, but so okay. I almost have that as a wash, and my number two like is my trailer of the week or whatever. But yeah, this is my this is my number three. Uh, the next one we have is also looks really great. It's called Miller's Girl, and it stars uh, Jenna Ortega and Martin Freeman, and it's one of those things. It's it's a story of a professor and a college student. And he clearly struggles with getting too close. And she's got people whispering in her ear, use him, like get make him fall in love with you. But whatever. there's an element of like fantasy world. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think I don't, I'm kind of wondering that it, it seems from the trailer that they never fully do anything, but they do enough to ruin his well, career. they do enough that they could that she could lie and call in and be believed. Right, there's enough evidence. Yeah. I also wonder. Do you remember years ago you told me um, we were reviewing a trailer and you said the trailer is lying to us, mm. and I didn't know what that meant. And I think this trailer is lying to us. And what I mean by that is, the trailer is showing some things that lead you to believe one thing, but it's going to turn out that that's like a memory or a fantasy or a dream or you know like it didn't really happen. Yeah. In the movie. One of the things I thought that was catching in the trailer was 
uh, his adult friends are all like, oh no, here, here comes this girl. What is she pretty? And he's like, wow, she's talented. And they're like, that's even worse. That's even worse. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, this, this looks, I don't know. This looks really good. It's not blockbuster or anything. American it's, Society of Magical Negroes, I will seek out. I yeah. will make sure to watch that movie. Which, by the way, we just need to address the title. I think they address the title in, in the, the trailer, mo- in the yeah, trailer yeah. where the main character goes, but what about the title? Like, why, why can't it be like the American Society of Magical Black People? Yeah. And then he's like, eh, it doesn't have the same ring to it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, they address it. It's awkward. But I guess when you see the movie, it will... Be, ex- be shown why they chose that that word, right. which is very uncomfortable. You know what I mean? But anyway. Yeah. Next up, it's been 10 years plus, but we have movie. Mr. Jack Black back as Poe, the most unlikely martial artist, starring in Kung Fu Panda 4. This, uh, you know, I, I've never, I think I've seen the first one, maybe. Mm. But the trailer made me laugh. I've seen all of them. Well, yeah, your kid's at the right age. I'm a huge fan. Yeah. I'm super excited for this movie. My favorite line is he's holding this, like, religious pole, like a post that a religious leader would, would carry. Like, what would you call that? Like a staff? Or a staff or a rod. A staff or a rod. And um, the, he's, he goes, Poe goes, I'm no religious leader. I'm not a religious leader. And the owl, or not the owl, the short gray guy is trying to make a point that, yeah, you are, you're holding this religious staff. And he says, what is that you're holding? And Poe looks at the other hand, he's holding the staff in his right hand. He looks at his left hand and goes, it's a cookie. <laughs> you know, it's like, so good. Um, yeah, I don't know. This, this, it's not going to win any awards. It's not going to be fancy or whatever, but it's going to be a big movie in 2024. Mm. I'm excited about it. It's a huge yeah. franchise. I think it's an overlooked franchise. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next up we have what, what for me, if my trailer of the week wasn't here, this would be my trailer of the week. Okay. So this is my runner up. It's called Civil War. It's an A24 film. Uh, Kirsten Dunst. Uh, this is one of several A24s, right? Two A24s. Yeah. Uh, which was, was the other one? Love Lives Bleeding. Uh, which we haven't gotten to yet. Um, and this is like, what if a civil war broke out in America and like news reporters tried to co- cover it? Like, how would they be treated? Yeah. And what would it look like? What does it mean to be an American? Right. What kind of, yeah, the guy's like, oh, I'm an American. And the other guy's like, yeah, but what kind of American? Right. Because clearly he's got a. I tell you, I didn't like this trailer. I'm not excited to see this movie. Um, it made me uncomfortable. It, it, it's too uncomfortable for me. Yeah. It's too... Close to home. Too close to home. Yeah. I, there's a part of it that this movie is going to upset me when I see it. I'm not going to see it. I'll put you that far. Oh. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well then. All right. I and I say that statement obviously from a very personal place. I will certainly book the movie, right. um, but uh, and Kirsten Dunst looks amazing in it, and I I think it's going to be a great powerful movie. But it, I just I'm too stressed out. Yeah. I'm too stressed out right now about the state of the world to go watch a movie, you know, that has the potential to glamorize either side, oh, know, yeah, yeah, one yeah. side or the yeah, other. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think it looks really interesting, and I'm sure that they make some really interesting points. Um, and I, I think the movie's going to be great, and it was a well-made trailer, but it was, it's yeah. not my thing. No, I get it. I get it. Yeah. I get it, for sure. 
Speaking so. of A24, <gasps> my trailer of the week. Really? Yeah. Have you seen the other one? <laughs> <laughs> Can I take that back? <laughs> I think this was the best trailer of the week. It's called Love Lies Bleeding. It's from A24. It stars Ed Harris and Kirsten, Kristen Stewart, or Kirsten Stewart, uh, the girl from Twilight. Um, and the trailer looks wild. The acting yeah. looks amazing. It's basically like somebody gets it. Kristen, no, Kristen Stewart's already in the underworld. And then there's some other girl who comes in. There's some kind of problem she's with this. She's like a wrestler. She's a, yeah, that's what it she's is. a, a bodybuilder. Bodybuilder. Yeah. Female bodybuilder. Yeah. I think what makes this movie, I, I don't, this is not my trailer of the week, but the reason why I blurted that out is because this trailer was wild. Yeah. Like it was fast, you know, it was exciting. It was interesting. I don't really know what the deal is. Ed Harris looks amazing in it. You know, I think it also has some of that fantasy in it because they show her muscles like yeah. growing like the Hulk at right. some points. Yeah. There's definitely like some unanswered storylines, right? you know, that the trailer leaves open. Yeah. This is great. This is a good. Tra- I mean, so many good trailers. This yeah. Week. Love lies bleeding. Next up, we have kind of a surprise. I, here's the thing. I don't know what to think of this movie because the trailer is good. But I also feel like it could just be like Detective Pikachu and just be okay. We're talking about the movie If. Which stands for Imaginary Friends. Right. And the premise is that Ryan Reynolds, and I think his daughter, or a young girl, let's just say a young girl, they have the ability to see imaginary friends post when you grow out of it. And the idea is that when people, when children grow out of this, uh, their imaginary friends, their imaginary friends are, are real and just kind of float around... I don't understand the premise in the sense of like, what do you mean grow out of your imaginary friends? Well, you... I didn't grow out of mine. Mature out <laughs> of seeing them all the time. Oh. It, that's, so you, that's could a work, thing. you could work for this company. That's a thing that people are supposed to do? Well, I mean... Maybe. <laughs> Some people. Adults. Uh, here's why I'm excited about this movie. It looks hilarious. First of all, it made me laugh out loud. And second of all, it's directed by John Krasinski. Written too, right? Written. Maybe it's written and not directed. But anyway, John, John it's a John Krasinski movie and I trust him. You know what I mean? Like I just, I don't know yeah. if he has even earned that. Maybe he has. He wrote the quiet, isn't it? Uh, the quiet one or a quiet one. Quiet place. Quiet place. Um, I just feel like. And Ryan Reynolds, who's not yeah. my favorite guy, but his comic timing is perfection. Perfection. Um, perfection. So the, I think the premise is they have to reconnect the imaginary imaginary friend with the either you have, they have to a find new, them a, a new, new person, kid. Yeah. or they have to reconnect them with the adults. Either way, I think this has the the potential, and I mean, there's a lot to like about this. Yeah. All right. Last. But not least, this is my trailer of the week. Is it? It really is. is and I, I, I wanted so bad to not give it my trailer of the week because it's so obvious. Yeah. That's why I said it wasn't. Yeah. I, I should have stuck with the American Society or even Origin would be interesting. 
And uh, Love Lies Bleeding was the trailer that most like, you know, got my juices going was like, oh, this is going to be a fun movie, you know. But Dune Part 2 is clearly (laughs) the best made trailer. Oh, my God. This new trailer. (coughs) So good. This new trailer makes me excited to see the movie because that's one of your – you know, points that you always ask about a trailer. Does this make you, does, does this trailer make you want to see the movie more or make you want to see the movie less? Right. It definitely wanted me to make it, made me want to see it more, which I already was really, am really excited to see it. Opens on March 1st. Um, and, you know, so it checks all the boxes and it's a great trailer. The movie looks amazing. Um, but you're the expert. What did you think of Dune Part 2, uh, the latest trailer? Oh, it looks great. Yeah. It looks so good. I mean, <laughs> the characters look great. Uh, I, 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 there's, I, there's no complaints that I have. I mean, I don't feel like it gave away too much of the story. One of the big things I liked is that while keeping the same feel of the first movie, music-wise, this is the first one where they've used new music like newer mm. mu- or a different song yeah instead of those same song that they've been using over and over and which is great yeah and gets you pumped but it was good to hear another song you got to see a lot more of of cheney and um and uh cheney and paul's relationship uh, i think they hinted at more maybe they're gonna alter her character to be a little bit more a uh not powerful, but aggr- aggressively involved, mm. um, which is fine. Um, so, a super fan like yourself, mm-hmm. crazy well informed, rich history background, yeah. investment in this story. How many times did you watch this trailer? <sighs> At least like five. Like five times. Yeah. That's all. You know what I was thinking when I was watching this trailer? I was thinking, you know, it, it would probably really be great to read the book before I see the movie. Mm, what is though? <laughs> what is though? <laughs> I got another vacation coming up. <gasps> Perfect. And I asked Santa Claus for wireless headphones, like Bluetooth. Yeah. yeah. You can connect to your phone. I'm thinking I'm going to give the Audible another shot. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I, see, I, I listen to books while... I'm working. Yeah. I'm doing things. Like if I just sit there and listen to them, like I will fall asleep. But I can't, I can't do that. I can't do stuff while I'm listening to a book. Oh really? Because I don't hear the book. I, I, you know, I'm, okay. I'm working, I'm doing whatever I'm doing. And then all of a sudden I realize that, you know, yeah. who's, where, when did Paul come in? What about running? Can you listen to it while you run? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. You still do that, right? I do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, those are our trailers this week. Um, that's Dune, Dune <laughs> 2, If, Love's, Love Lies Bleeding, Civil War, Kung Fu Panda 4, Miller's Girl, The American Society of Magical Negroes, Origin, Out of Darkness, and The Three Musketeers, Part 2, Milady. Did we ever talk about Miller's Crossing? Have you ever seen that movie? It's like a gangster movie. It's so good. Oh like- my God. It's one of the most underrated movies of all time. If you're looking for a movie to enjoy over the, you know, if you have some time off in the next couple of weeks, I can't recommend it strongly enough, especially if you like a gangster movie, mm. Miller's Crossing. Which reminds me, have you heard about what happened? You know, remember the Sandra Bullock movie with the football player? Yeah, Blindside. Yeah. Have you heard about what's been going on there? Yeah. Isn't that like old news? 
The guy's suing, Michael Ober yeah. is suing the family. I and just learned about it. That's like this summer that news broke. Well, it's sports. It takes a while to trickle down to people who don't care about that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And how does a gangster movie connect you to sports ball? This is at Miller's. And that made me think about Miller beer, which I associated with bars, which is where they play the sports ball. <laughs> That's awesome. He cannot argue. That is rock solid logic. I mean, we got there. That right? is bulletproof. Yeah. 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 That is bulletproof logic. Yeah. Yeah. It makes total all the sense in the world. <laughs> yeah. Right. It would have been funnier though if you used bar. If the reason for connect, if that this connects to Miller, which connects to beer, which made me think of a bar, which made me think of my friend Ron, yeah. which made me think of the gym class that we took together in yeah. 1983, which made me think of Ron you know, et cetera, yeah. you know, Like a few more, yeah. you know. Yeah. It was too quick. Too All right. Quick. All right. Our, that's it for the trailers. This week, David and I uh, purportedly watched Wonka. Mm. Not to be confused, I was told. Not to be confused with Willy Wonka and the Amazing Chocolate Covered Factory. Right. right. Yeah, that's a movie. It turns out to be a totally different movie. Right. right. And also a totally real movie. Which I totally knew. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Pen. David. Tell me. <laughs> yes. What you liked about Wonka. <laughs> what I liked? <laughs> yeah. You want to know what I like. I want to know what you like. My favorite part. I want to know your favorite part of the movie Wonka that's not in the trailers. Okay. <laughs> My favorite part of the movie Wonka that's not in the trailers has to be when the, the dancing lollipops took over the factory. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. And, the factory. And the story of how it came to change hands and become his factory. Oh, oh. So at the beginning of the movie, the factory was run by some evil Some, some other people. Right, some bad guys. Wow. Wow. And they had him under their spell. What was your favorite song? Um, Hickory Dickory Dock. Joke's on you, David. I am totally messing with you. I, I saw this movie. I was like, I can't tell. I, I can't completely, tell. legitimately saw this movie. What did I love most about it? My favorite song was Scrub Scrub, which takes place in the basement of the, what do you call it? It's not a laundromat. It's a um, laundry service type of thing where uh, poor Wonka gets tricked mm -hmm. into uh, indentured servant status. Would you, wouldn't yeah. you say that's about how it happens? Um that was the that was one of my favorite songs. Although I loved all the songs. I mean, Kayla and I listened to the soundtrack. Kayla and I watched this together. Okay. And then uh, a couple of days later, or maybe the next day or whatever, we listened to the soundtrack. We said, "Hey Alexa, play you know the the Wonka soundtrack." And I, it was as good just hearing it at home as it was you know like it was just so gr it was such a great sound. I, I thought the soundtrack was really great. Um, Timothy Chalamet is amazing. Mm -hmm. We loved the three bad guys. Yeah. You know, they were like perfect. Yeah. This this movie is I mean, I don't even know how to like when you wanted to you asked me like what's a perfect movie look like? Like not like it's my favorite movie. Right, right, cuz that's doing well Maybe. Okay. But not like it's like not that I loved it more oh, than yeah, anything yeah, yeah, else. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. But like when you think of a movie that what movie does it right? Everything mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. that it's trying to do. 
And that, to me, is this movie. Interesting. Because it's funny when it's when it wants to be funny. Mm-hmm. I wasn't bored. The music Have ever. Yeah. Not for one song. There, yeah, there wasn't a single song that I hated. Right. Uh, like I couldn't wait to end. The sub characters are all are present, but not overbearing. They all feel like they serve a purpose, but not to the point where it's like one's focused on more too much than the others or whatever. Right, right. Wonka's relatable, uh, as well as being fantastical. Uh, the Oompa Loompas aren't, you know, it's not too much yep. of it. It's just enough of Oompa Loompa time. And they set up a nice, they left a little tail hanging there for, you know, in the future, where do all the Oompa Loompas come from? You know, you know what I mean? Like they, right. they, they, this movie, there was just one, right. One Loompa who had been what exiled, you know, or sent on this, you know, had to repay it in 10,000 fold or 1000 fold or something like that. Yeah. And, but I think, don't I, am I following the story correctly? Don't, doesn't the factory, which comes to life at the end of the movie, doesn't that end up getting populated with Oompa Loompas? Like, aren't there a million of them? Eventually. Right. So, yeah. but at some point, whether it's sooner or later, there's going to be a sequel that's going to include more Oompa Loompas. He, because he, well, we already have the sequel, but yeah. We do? Well, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I'm saying I think there's going to be some sequels before we get before to that? Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yes, I do. I don't want to, see that, so that, I don't think we need that. We're going to get it. We are going to get it. I it's going to start Timothy Chalamet and Hugh Grant. And there will probably be a reprise of the three bad guys. Because here's the thing. This is one of the things that, one of the reasons I felt like this, this movie was, was perfect is it didn't, it didn't pander to nostalgia. No, I completely get that. Right. It didn't feel like most of these prequels. Right. They're like, remember this? Right. Here's the origin of that. Remember this? Here's the origin. But no, it was like, no, like that's not like. This movie felt innocent. Mm-hmm. It felt pure. Like there, there are so many things. To, uh, there's, there's a duet with Timothy Chalamet and the like thirteen year old girl. Yeah. And during that, they're like dancing together and ballroom dancing. And I was watching it, and I thought to myself, in other movies, there would be talk about how this was inappropriate, but in this movie, it's been presented in a way that it's still. Pure and innocent in the way that the older Willy Wonka was seen as pure and innocent. Like, yeah. there's no question about there's an older guy dancing with a young girl, and it, there's nothing else to it other than yeah. it's this fun, fantastical world yeah. of like. No, I completely hope. agree with everything you just said. What I'm saying is there is room for at least one, if not another, sequel. There's room for a trilogy of this stage of Willy Wonka's life. And, I'll give and you, you, you can I'll play give you those there's, out there's before room. there's Charlie. I'll give you that there's room. But I feel like doing oh, that see. is the pandering that they didn't they left out from this movie. Well, the movie grossed $40 million on opening weekend. Yeah. And it I'm telling you that it's going to hold strong over Christmas. Oh, yeah. So you're going to wake up in January. This movie is going to be close. It's not going to be $100 million, but it's going to be close. Um, there's no way the studio is not going to do a sequel. People that I've talked to, including Goody's Jason, he was like, I don't want to, you know, I don't really want to see it or whatever. It's not my thing. Then he saw it. He's like, I loved it. Like it's, it's one of those things that like you go into it 
and you kind of come out really just yeah. happy with what you saw. Let me ask you this. Would you say Timothy Chalamet is an A-list actor now? I mean, if this doesn't cement him there, I think once Dune 2 comes out. I'm just sitting here thinking like how great he was in Wonka, mm -hmm. which is going to, I think, be the Christmas winner. Mm -hmm. And then as soon as Christmas dies down, you're a couple weeks away from March 1st. Right. Which is the next big movie we're expecting, which right. is also starring Timothy Chalamet. You know, you see what I'm saying? Like yeah. you're starting to see the same guy in a couple success, successive successive blockbusters. Yeah. That yeah. says something. I think he's A-list. I do. Yeah. I'll give you that. Yep. I'll give you that. People were upset with him apparently this week. For, for being too pretty? Yeah. yeah. Why are you so pretty? Yeah. You remind you me and of I David get, Moulton. Yeah, we get that a lot. Like, uh, I get it. Pull up a chair, buddy. Yeah. So apparently he let out a spoiler about Dune 3. And he's and people got mad. He's like, these books are sixty years old. Like, <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, how is it a, considered a spoiler? Right. So. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's like people talk about the Titanic sinking or Apollo thirteen. <laughs> or like, we know what happens. Right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Well. So all right. So I'm gonna say best movie I've ever seen. This was literally the best movie I've ever seen. Yeah. Now we're gonna stick with we're seeing whatever before next time. So for next week. We have three agenda items. Mm -hmm. I think we're going to keep it pretty simple because we're not expecting much news. I think we reviewed most of the trailers that have come out. Yeah. But the three agenda items are we're going to look back at 2023. Mm -hmm. And I got to warn you, I have fleshed out my top 10. Well, here, okay, all right. Look, look, I want to change things up a little bit. Okay. All right. Yo, great. We can either make it, we can even make it a game. I don't okay. know if that's yeah. a good no, maybe, I love maybe, it. maybe we can make it a game for everyone else. Okay. That we'll, we can post oh, ahead of time. Oh, I like where you're going with this. But here's what I want to do mm -hmm. we're doing a top 10, right? Yeah. But number one is the best movie of the year. Okay. And number two, or number 10, is the worst movie of the year. Oh, so you got to cover the whole gamut. So when you get to five, you got to start switching to your top five worst movies of the year. Not like, <sighs> oh, this one was okay, this was okay, this is the worst one. I want one through five of best movies of the year, and then when you switch to six, definitively this You're working movie your way down for like yeah. the worst movie I saw this year. Now let me ask, oh, it has to be the worst movie I saw. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I think we should give our listeners options mm. and I love your idea. Very creative. And I'm going to work on my list and I'll, I'll bring that. Okay. That's what you and I will do. Okay. And then also, um, if there's two other options that listeners can do, if they want to, you know, share with us, Yeah. you can send us your top 10 list, mm -hmm. which we've already gotten our first one, which we're saving for the next show. You can also predict well, that's what I'm saying. We should we should post our top ten like a week out. Mine is written. I can say but mine. You is, have to change yours. No, no, no. I'm to, saying my legit top ten is changed. Is is booked. Yeah, but I think we should put the top. We should do. We should do top five. Top five. Mix them together, and see if they can suss out. <laughs> oh, which were the horrible movies? Okay. And which were the good ones? All right. So whatever of those aforementioned strategies instructions to follow yes then stay tuned yeah all right let's move on to questions comments suggestions so forth and so on uh are you ready for this one um yeah okay. it's the 
You know who always says he loves this this theme? Everybody. T Loney. T Loney. He comes at me. <laughs> he got a, he showed me a picture of his basement got remodeled with some extra shelves. Oh, yeah. And I thought to myself, think of how many podcasts you can put on those shelves. <laughs> I didn't tell him that, but I, was, I thought that man. Top Ten Sarah wrote in, and and as you remember, because we talked about it before, she was bringing a gang. Mm, I saw her. Did you? The whole I, gang or just her? The whole gang, because I was here to see Wonka. Okay. And the, her movie started like 15 minutes before mine. And they were watching, they came in to see... The Boy and the Heron. The Boy and the Heron. And here's her story about that. Mm. She reports, the group's three-word review for Boy and the Heron was weird, whimsical, and wonderful. We all loved the imagery and humor. I will never look at parakeets the same way again. Same with me. Yeah. And what's interesting is she wrote, I will never look at parakeets the same way again. And I thought to myself, me neither. And then in a millifraction of a second, I also thought to myself, but I don't ever see, like nobody sees parakeets unless no. you're like watching the boy and the heron. You don't visit enough old ladies, I guess. Well, I guess because apparently people do have parakeets. Yeah. Because Top Ten Sarah goes on to say, I will never look at the par- at parakeets the same way again. We have a few clients. Of course, she works at Mannheim Pike Veterinary Clinic, our favorite. We have a few clients that come in with theirs for nail trims. And I will now always think of them bringing their forks and knives to eat us. <laughs> the story was a bit jumbled. As I guess many Ghibli, is it Ghibli or Ghibli? Ghibli. As many Ghibli, as many Ghibli movies are, but it eventually became immersive and captivating. Hmm. I think that's spot on. Yeah, I. <laughs> the joke I said when I saw it, I said, I told Sarah that the boy and the heron was sick, and she said, "Don't worry, I'll bring the whole crew. <laughs> we'll get them fixed up." <laughs> that's great. <laughs> hey, if anybody could take care of that heron, it's, it's that crew there. It's that crew there. Yeah. Now I want to tell. While we're on the topic of boy and the heron, yeah. There's an interesting dynamic in the world of Penn. No. It's true. You know I've already seen it. Yeah. And we saw it. I saw it uh, subtitled. Right. But my boy says to me, he wants to see it. It's the most interesting movie that he remembers being excited about. Because I I said to him, hey, this is great. We'll watch a movie Thursday morning and we'll watch Boys in the Boat. Yeah. Because it's the newest movie and I haven't seen it yet and I'm excited to see it. And everybody's excited to see it. he was like, no. And he was like, poo, poo. This is the story. As a matter of fact, I'm going to read you. What he texted me because it was it was I mean I did tell him I did have to admit that he was in my opinion probably spot on you know what I mean like when yeah. somebody like says something real like snarky but they're also like probably correct mm-hmm. so he goes I'm not seeing it because here's what it's going to be a bunch of poor sods who no one believes in get together and have a remarkable journey to race the Nazis. Lots of boats moving across the water shots. Coordinated rowing, coach yelling from side of the water, almost quitting, but not quitting. What a journey. Some academia female falls for the quiet leader who is the heart of the team. And every 50-year-old guy in the audience is like, show some respect. I read this book, Jerry. I read it. It's a true story. <laughs> Reading books is a lost art. You think you're so cool. <laughs> Real men... <laughs> Read books and cheer for a sea biscuit. <laughs> what the hell? Hey, I say that all the time. Right. No man read books and cheer for sea biscuit. Cheer for a sea biscuit. Yeah. I think he was making fun of me because, you know, I'm not a big reader. What? <laughs> what? But I did, as you also know, I did read this book. 
Okay. So I'd like to drop that in as many sentences as possible. Like people will come walking in the lobby and they'll be like, uh, excuse me, uh, do you have the showtime for Wonka? And I'll be like, sure we do. It opened the week before Boys in the Boat, which is opening on Christmas. That's based on a book. I actually read the book. Yeah. I Like whatever you ask me, my answer is going to include the fact that I read this book. And when, the, when you turn it back, they, they, I'm not sure he knows how to read. <laughs> right. <laughs> or better yet, they'll say, I heard he doesn't know how to read. Yeah. <laughs> right. So anyway, um, so my friend who, you know, is too, yeah. too cool to watch a, yeah. a movie that he thinks is predictable. Right. We're watching Boy and the Heron, and we're going to watch it dubbed. Ooh. So I will be like all the cool Ghibli fans. I will come in and see it for the first time subtitled. Whoa. And then, like a good fan, yeah. I'm going to come back again and watch it dubbed. Nice. Some of the voice acting is amazing. That First of all, that's what I heard. Yeah. And second of all, I truly did really enjoy this movie, and I'm excited to see it, you know. Like the first time I saw it, I, you, you have to take so much in. Mm. And you're reading, mm -hmm. you know. So now this time I'm really actually I am actually really excited to see it. So oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. We also heard from the longest Andrew. He said, "When David asked Penn which language he had watched the movie in, that's the the boy and the heron." And if you remember last week, you were trying to stump me. Yeah. Just to remind anyone who maybe was absent last that week. It doesn't sound like something I do. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't sound like something you did twelve minutes ago. Yeah, right, right. Um, <laughs> You tried to stump me by asking me what language, and I knew you were trying to stump me, so yeah. I sort of played along a little bit. Right. So I think that's what Andrew's referencing. Yeah. He said, I thought that was the moment we found out that Penn had not seen it, and and he then proceeded to make up the plot, possibly based on other Studio Ghibli films. So you surprised the longest Andrew. Yeah. He, he, he didn't believe. Right. He was or, a doubter. He was a doubter. Or... Or you could say he believed in your ability to BS your way through the situation. <laughs> right. Not that I've ever done that. No. no he's nah. like, the master can make it through any situation. <laughs> right. Which is true. Which is true. Yeah. Let's review some of my top three favorite moments in all time of Penn Cinema history. Number three. Yeah. Was the first time I ever bluffed. And was going on and on, like trying to make up the movie. And then while we were in the middle of the review, I wrote on the back of the paper. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he said, I didn't see it. And I held it up to you during the show. <laughs> and we both just completely lost it. That was great. The second time was the first time that you had not seen the movie. And I had. And you tried to bluff. And it took me a little while, but eventually we figured it out. Right. That was pretty good. Yeah. But my all-time favorite moment. In the history of Pensacola Podcast is when neither of us <laughs> had seen the show and we were both so busy trying to bluff the other guy, neither one of us noticed that the other guy hadn't I'd seen the movie. <laughs> That, was, that was one of my all-time favorite moments. And, you know, if you really are a fan of the show, if you're a student mm. of the Pensacola Podcast, you will correctly observe that the roots – of that moment in time, go back to our very first episode. <laughs> the whole freaking show, based the whole on, podcast <laughs> is based on... <laughs> Us BSing our knowledge of movies. This week we're going to review the Oscar titles. <laughs> How many of these have you seen? <laughs> uh, <laughs> seen? <laughs> I, I heard of. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. All right. Well, thank you to Andrew for writing in. That was great. I, I'm glad that I was able to trick you for a brief moment. <laughs> good stuff. 
All right. David, what are you up to? What are you reading? What are you watching? What are you doing with yourself? Oh my gosh, wouldn't you believe it? Look, I read a self-help book. About called, time. I know. Called Attached. <laughs> about attachment theory. And Is that like string theory? Yeah. Exactly. It's like string cheese, actually. Beautiful. Yeah. It's about uh, romantic attachments and how you attach and the different types of people okay. they are and everything. And uh, I found it quite enlightening. It's very short. I highly recommend anyone who's interested. Like, I'm not really a self-help guy. Like, it's not really... But I was on a date and a girl was like, have you read this book? And I decided to read it off of her recommendation for two reasons. One, because I said I would, in the, and I was going to hold myself to that. You're not going to be that kind of guy who right, says he's going to read a book and then yeah, just doesn't. Even though we weren't going to go out again, like right. I, I was still like, eh, I still, you know, yeah. I said I'd do this, I'm going to do it. And then two, there was a part of me that thought, <laughs> this is not going to be the last time that a girl is like, have you read? Oh, yeah. A, like it, it felt like it was, and, and sure mm. enough, it's the new like hip gotcha. thing. And it's like, this will come up again. But next time I'll be like, Oh, boy, have I. You bet I have. Am I cultured? And right? I love that wall you're building. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. Now, let me ask you, is it just for like dating, like romantic, uh, emotional relationships, or is it also applied to other? It can apply to, I mean, it's meant, it's meant to be adult. Uh, it's not meant, it's not a book on how to fall in love. You can read it at any stage of any relationship just to learn how you personally relate to other people uh, that are important to you, family or whatever type of love gotcha. okay. it is. And then you can learn about how the, how to see signs from them of how they react to give them either the space or whatever yeah. to, to interact with them okay. better. So I recommend, I also started watching the new season of Reacher. Sometimes people need space and sometimes people just need chocolate ice cream. That is true. I mean, that's pretty much what I've yeah. found. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you're, re re you're watching Reacher? Right. Did you watch the first season? I started it, and I didn't like it. I, I feel – now, I say that. I, I I will freely admit that I don't think I gave it a fair shake. I feel like I was doing other stuff while I was on, and I wasn't committed, and I wasn't following the plot. It's definitely – you know, the Reacher stuff, they're definitely murder mysteries. Okay. I think you could skip the first one and start the second season – they're they're based off the books that just kind of just sometimes they reference things and usually it's just like oh, how long has it been since I've seen you when you were in the other town right. like type of thing they don't really is this the same franchise or the same universe where the movie was based with Tom Cruise? It's, I mean, it's the same books. Yeah, that's what I meant. But it's not the same. Like he played Reacher, and it's kind of funny because. Reacher's supposed to be super tall, right? Super tall and yeah. buff yeah. and like look more like the guy in the TV show. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, but I, I, I like it. I think the second season so far is better than the first. Um, I'm, I'm liking it. I think there's three episodes out. Fourth one comes, the new one's on Thursday. And of course, I have been reading this series forever. So I, I was like, all right, well, now I'm jonesing for more right. Reacher. So I started The Midnight Line which is, I don't know what number it is, but it's the next one in the series that I haven't read of the Jack Reacher books. Oh, okay. So. Look at you all in on Jack Reacher. Well, I mean, I, I'm like, yeah. So someone was like, oh, have you read the book that the series, that the season's based off? I was like, yeah, that was like book 11, and I'm like on 20-something. So yeah, I've read it. 
Fool. <laughs> fool. <laughs> I pity the fool. Yeah. Yeah. Get, get my, even though I know how, even though I'm familiar with the stories of the seasons, because they're pretty faithful, I still find the show like interesting yeah. to watch. Speaking of watching things, let me ask you this. I was recently uh, got an email from Fathom Events mm. that they're excited to announce they're re-releasing the 40th anniversary of Dune. Ugh. So that's it. Okay, so that's the reaction. I was curious what you would say about that. Don't book that. <laughs> don't even book it. No, don't let people have. Don't let people to, watch that. Don't let people have access to that. <laughs> okay. that's, that's, you answered my question. What I've been up to, uh, you know, it's Christmas time, as yeah. we mentioned at the top of the show. Mm. Uh, it's Christmas time at the Ketchum House, and so I put up my tree, and then Kayla and Amy and I decorated it, and. We, one of my favorite tradition is while we're decorating the house, we have Christmas vacation playing, uh, you know, and then hopefully you're done decorating before the movie's over. And so, um, yeah, so we watched Christmas vacation again for the gazillionth time. Yeah. And then when it was over, um, I was already on my sort of library of movies that I've bought, you know what I mean? And so I pulled up Moonstruck and we watched that classic. Nice. God, I love that movie. The the my favorite line from the whole movie is uh, the the boy the the ex fiance the the recently ex fiance says in time you'll see that this is the right thing, and then Cher says in time you'll drop dead and I'll come to your funeral in a red dress. <laughs> <laughs> just like I just love it. Yeah, so good. I've also been watching Slow Horses, and I wanted to ask you about this. Um, I watched Monarch. Oh yeah, you were saying that you were into that. I think I came to. The, is it over? Is, I don't know. I think I came to the end of the first season. See, I don't have Apple Which Apple Plus. So I, I, I was kind of shocked. There might not. You, I think I'm it, done. Is it releasing weekly? It was, and I I I ran up against that. Yeah. And then Wednesday came or Tuesday, whatever day the new one is, or no, Friday. Friday came, and I watched the new one. And then at the end of the new one, there was like they were kind of wrapping up plot lines, and I think that was it. Is it that short? It's like four or five episodes? I don't mean I mean Marvel stuff is like six or eight. Yeah. So. All right. Well anyway, that's what I've been watching. I've been into it. I've been enjoying it. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Uh, I I should say those those books and shows that I've been saying I've, I've been into every week. Yeah. I got to the end of them. But I didn't list them on here because I've been listening them for weeks and weeks and weeks. Oh, uh, Roger that. So Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well that brings us to the end of the show. Now, remember next time we're gonna be doing our top ten shenanigans so you want to go ahead and email us podcast at pencinema.com that's our new email address yeah. podcast at pencinema.com if you want to send us your top 10 right for us to talk about uh but say you want to support the show in, in the meantime holiday season right how would one go about doing that Pen? well the very best thing you could do is give the gift of podcasting now i know what you're thinking you're thinking well this is ridiculous but you know Everybody's going to be given the twelve-year-old boy like a toy, you know, and the little girl a toy, yeah. and maybe they'll be giving them some candy, you yeah. know, or something like that. But how many people are going to really be thoughtful enough, you know, to what I like to do? Take a big box, the biggest box that you have recently found, right? And at the bottom of the box, yeah. with a big sharpie, write, "Listen to the Pensinwa podcast," uh -huh. and then. <laughs> <laughs> and fold up the box and full on wrap it 
in wrapping paper. Yeah. And then carry it like as if it's really heavy. And they'd be like, this is for you, Bobby. And it'll be like, oh my God, thank you so much. And then when he opens it up, he's going to be like, you know what, Bruce? You did it. You did it. You nailed Christmas. Thank you. Yeah. You will be forever my favorite uncle. Yeah. There was a season where there was some gag gifting going on. Oh. Specifically to Chris Hall Productions. Stop it. And one year I got a big box <laughs> and I duct taped bricks to the bottom of it <laughs> and then filled it with packing peanuts. Oh my God. Like I had gotten them something really You're big so and heavy. Good. You're so good. There was nothing in it. Right, obviously. <laughs> and I gave it to him. <laughs> so good. So was there literally nothing in it or was there no, like a he's feather? He was like digging around. Yeah. Like trying to, <laughs> there was nothing in it. That's I, I mean, I had a gift. Right, of course, because you're not an animal. No. Right. No. Yeah. Not like some people who haven't watched Doctor Who yet. Yeah. So. All right. Well, anyway, if you're not if you're not celebrating or if you already bought a gift for little Bobby, mm-hmm. you know, then, then you can go ahead and support the show by just telling a friend. Oh, it's so easy. It's not hard. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think that's the level like even you and I could do that. You'd think. You would think. You'd think. Sometimes it's a struggle. <laughs> right. But sometimes I forget. Like I walk up to my friend and I'm like, hey, I wanted to tell you something. And they're like, what? And I'm like, I forget. No, I, I can't. I'm nervous. I, I don't know. I'm <laughs> Maybe next time. I got to go. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, once again, for the Pencil of Podcast, I'm David Olson. And I'm Penn Ketchum. Take, Take care. care Merry party. Christmas and party oh, on. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Thanks for joining us this episode. Our hosts would love to hear from you. To contact the show with your thoughts and reviews, email podcast at pencinema.com. This podcast is a production of Penn Cinema. Escape to the movies at Penn Cinema, featuring crisp digital projection, killer sound, reserved seating, and premium power recliners. With locations in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, Wilmington, Delaware, and Huntington Valley, Pennsylvania. Showtimes and tickets available at www.pencinema.com.